How many of you are thankful for everything God's done? Come on, wave your hands at me if you're thankful for everything God's done. He's wrapped his arms around you. He's loved you. He's kept you when you couldn't be kept. Amen. Well, come on and stand on with us. Everybody knows this one. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord.
talk to you for a few minutes from the subject the value of a forward view the value of a forward view Jesus said that no one who puts his hand to the plow and then looks back is fit for the kingdom of God that seems to be what's on Paul's mind as he says here, forgetting what is behind and pressing on towards what is before. I press toward the mark of the high call of God in Christ Jesus. There is value in a forward view. The option to look back is sometimes tempting to us. It is sometimes things that we think we can 
enjoy more by taking a backward view. But the text tells us that this is actually an attack of the devil. The devil wants us to look back. The devil wants us to think more of yesterday than of today and tomorrow. If you drive down the street with your eyes focused on the rearview mirror, you're going to have a problem very, very quickly. And the option to look back is something that we think of with fondness, but these things can cripple us. They can cause us to lose our spiritual vitality. They can cause us to overlook the joy of a day-by-day walk with Christ. Our text can help us in overcoming this temptation. Paul is writing to the church at Philippi. It's a letter that he wrote while he was in prison at a time when he had done great things in the service of the Lord. Many of the churches in Western Asia and Europe had been organized by Paul and his associates over the span of his missionary journeys. He had enjoyed an outstanding record of achievement for the Lord. But to many in his present circumstance, Paul had gone as far as he could go. He had gotten as much out of his life as he could. Yet when we read what Paul says, he has a different attitude altogether. Paul says, I have not yet reached my goal. In other words, I'm not all that I should be. And then he says, I push hard toward what is ahead of me. Paul is saying at this stage in my life, I'm not looking backward. I know what's back there, but I'm not looking at that. I am looking ahead. And I want to suggest to us today that there is a message in this word of Paul that can be of benefit to us today. First, this word tells us that it's better for us to concentrate on purpose rather than past. Paul says, I forget what is behind me. Now, let's be clear. Paul is not saying that the past has no meaning, but he is saying that he can't adequately face what he's currently dealing with if he focuses all his attention on what was behind him rather than on what was ahead. We've already said that Paul had enjoyed a great past. He had enjoyed a past that he could be proud of. But Paul is in prison now, and he still had great work to do. 
and there was no way that he could accomplish what he needed to accomplish by dwelling on what he had done. More than living in the past, Paul realized, I'm alive now. I'm blessed now. And there are worthwhile things that I can do now. Again, I remind you, as Paul writes, he is in prison. He's confined. He's humiliated. He's being subjected to harsh treatment by mean-spirited people. It's clear that under these circumstances, Paul can't do what he once did. But to his credit, Paul didn't let what he couldn't do stop him from doing what he could do. Despite what he couldn't do, Paul knew that he was here for a purpose. He knew that he had been blessed for a purpose. And my brothers and sisters, what Paul knew then, God wants us to know today. We're here for a purpose. We have been blessed for a purpose. And our purpose is not in yesterday. God has a purpose for us right now. I urge you to think about that. Think about the people that you know on your job, in your neighborhood, in your family, or here in your church. People are depressed and they need a friend. Not yesterday, but right now. People are confused and they need some compassion. Not yesterday, but right now. Somebody's angry and they need someone to help them overcome their anger. Not yesterday, but right now. Somebody is burdened with a load of guilt and shame and they need someone to help them unburden themselves. Not yesterday, but right now. And Jesus is speaking to his church today saying, that's your purpose. I have you here to be of help to those who are in need right now. My brothers and sisters, God has blessed us because he has a purpose for us. And we can't substitute what we have done for what we need to do. It doesn't work anywhere else in life, and it doesn't work with regard to our service to the Lord. Let me tell you something. It doesn't matter how good the meal was you ate yesterday. You're going to be hungry today. Doesn't matter how powerful the worship was last week. Somebody needs the power of worship right now. I can't climb today's mountain on yesterday's strength. I can't overcome today's problems with yesterday's outlook. It doesn't matter what we have done. There are needs that we are facing right now. And we can't conquer today's needs if we're always looking back on what we did yesterday. Then this word from Paul tells us that looking ahead will give us the determination we need to face the future. 
Be sure of this, my brothers and sisters, no matter who you are, no matter how intelligent you are, no matter how strong you are, no matter how connected you think you are, it's going to take determination to face the future. If you haven't learned it yet in life, things change and they change quick. Good times turn to hard times. The more success you enjoy, the more enemies you're going to make along the way. So when things turn sour, know that somebody's going to be there to kick you while you are down. The more good you do, the harder you try, the more disappointed you become when things don't work out. And the only way you can make it is to be spiritually determined. That's how Paul is making it in this text. He doesn't have any money. He has very few friends, and he's getting old. He knows that there are things that he once did that he'll probably never be able to do again. He knew that things will probably never be as they once were. But despite that, he's determined to keep on keeping on. He's determined to help those in need of his services. He's determined to let Jesus use him until he uses him up. And so he says, I push toward what is ahead of me. I'm in jail, but I'm still pushing. I'm virtually friendless, but I'm still pushing. I don't have any money, but I'm still pushing. And I can push because in Jesus I found determination. Church, we need the same determination that Paul had. And it's available to us if you're anchored in Jesus. If you're anchored in Jesus, he'll keep you moving ahead. Someone today may be down. You may be disappointed, but whatever you are experiencing, Jesus will give you the determination to keep on keeping on. When Moses was trapped on the banks of the Red Sea, there were those in the crowd that started looking back, started saying, we would have been better if we'd stayed in Egypt. And let me tell you something, in tough times, there's always going to be somebody with an Egypt mentality. In tough times, there's always going to be somebody saying it was better back then. But when Moses talked to the Lord about it, the Lord didn't tell Moses to look back. The Lord said, you just keep your eyes on what's in front of you. I'm going to take care of Pharaoh. You keep your eyes on what's in front of you. I'm going to make sure that his army can't do you no harm. You just keep your eyes in front of you. I'm going to build a highway through the sea. And I'm going to get you to the other side. All you have to do is stay fixed on me and keep a strong determination. And I will see you through church. If you're going to overcome the problems that confront you, you've got to stop looking behind. 
And you've got to start looking ahead. You, you've got to start trusting in the Lord to do for you what you can't do for yourself. Yeah, the enemy's all around, but I've got a God who's able to make your enemies your footstool. Yeah, there are those who will cause your heart to break, but I know a God who's able to bind up every broken heart. Just keep your eyes fixed on what's ahead and keep a strong determination and God will see you through. Finally, this scripture reminds us that if you look ahead, God will give you satisfaction. It's frustrating to always be looking back and thinking about things the way they used to be. But, but this is a problem that confronts a lot of people. Somebody is upset today because they don't like the way they used to look. You don't turn heads like you used to turn heads. Somebody's disappointed because you don't feel like you used to feel. Somebody's dissatisfied because you can't do what you used to do. But you'll never find satisfaction by wishing that things are the way they used to be. Looking back is good for inspiration. It's good for remembering how much the Lord has blessed you, but it's not good for satisfaction. If you want to find satisfaction, Paul says you've got to look ahead. I hear Paul say that, that I have found what I need because I've learned how to trust in the Lord. I have found what I need by learning how to put my hand in God's hand. I found what I need by learning how to lean and depend on him. And my brothers and sisters, what was true for Paul is true for you and me. Don't worry about what was. Let's deal with what is. And what is, is time is winding up. You don't have as many tomorrows as you think you have. I know you think you're going to live forever, but that ain't the case. Everybody's on his way somewhere. And you need to be sure that when it's time, you're ready to make a move. There's no satisfaction in a reverse view. But if you keep your hand in God's hand, if you keep your hand in the hands of the one who opened doors for you that are closed against you, if you keep your hand in the hands of the one who's able to turn the darkness of midnight into the light of new day, I declare he's able. He's able. He's able. He's able. He's able. To make everything all right. I'm not crazy. I know that everything ain't the way I want it to be. But I've learned that my satisfaction doesn't come from conditions. I've learned that my satisfaction doesn't come from people. I put my hand in God's hand. And come what may, as long as God is on the throne, 
everything, 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 everything. It's going to be all right. And so the only thing I've got left to do is keep on going. Keep on walking. Keep on marching. Keep on praying. Keep on serving. Keep on loving. I'm not going to quit. Going to keep on keeping on until he calls me home. Doors of God's church are open. We are often tossed and driven on the restless sea of somber skies and howling tempest. Of succeed a bright sunshine in that land of perfect day when the mists have rolled away. We will understand it better. Destitute, we are often destitute of the things one of food and one of shelter, thirsty hills and barren lands. But we're trusting in the Lord and according to His Word. To His Word, we will understand. 